0: Coming up today on David versus Goliath.
1: Law governs every part of our life. I mean, every single thing. I would like to call myself a crusader for justice.
0: You absolutely want this guy as your attorney. It's amazing. Welcome to today's
2: episode of David vs. Goliath, a podcast dedicated to helping small businesses leverage technology to not only help them compete against their large competitors, but win. Your host is currently the CEO of Anthem Business Software, a three-time Inc. 500 recipient and a serial entrepreneur with a passion to help small businesses everywhere find, serve, and keep more customers profitably. Please
0: join me in welcoming your host, Adam DeGrade. Hey everyone, it's Adam DeGrade for the David vs. Goliath podcast. Today we're going to have Denzel Moten from the Moten Legal Group. It's a great interview. This guy's focus and intelligence is second to none. I think you're going to truly enjoy it. And today's episode is brought to us by AutomateMySocial.com, where you can automate up to 100% of your business's social media. Never have to think about it again. Save time, save money. AutomateMySocial.com. Visit us online at DavidVSGoliathPodcast.com. There you can subscribe to be, uh, our, receive our newsletter and also apply to be on the podcast. Well, let's get right to it today with Denzel. Denzel, welcome to the David versus Goliath podcast.
1: Oh man. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm uh, excited to be here.
0: It's awesome. A couple of things. So first of all, folks, you've got to go check out his website. Um, what is that actual URL again? It's Moton.
1: Yeah, Moten Legal Group. That's right. dot uh, com. So very simple. Um, no, 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 hidden anything. Just Moten Legal Group. dot com. That's it.
0: That picture of you, Denzel, on that website is epic. That beard <laughs> is amazing. I hope you're not changing that with the new site that's coming out. But uh, no. for the watchers, you gotta go check out the beard. It's amazing. It reminds me of my brother. My brother's got a really giant beard. I can't grow one. I don't know what it is, but anyway, Okay. but uh, for, the, for the watchers and listeners, Denzel knew at an early age, he wanted to practice law. He has a business administration BS from the tr- college of Charleston, Wake Forest University, master of studies in law, uh, d- a doctorate, a jurist, a jurist doctor from Cumberland school of law seated at Samford university. While at Cumberland, he served as the chief judge of the honor court and as the legal writing teaching assistant to Carruthers Fellow. In addition, Denzel participated with the regional championships, winning multiple national regional championships, ranked in the national trial program. He opened Moton Legal Group in September of 2022. He focuses on personal injury business. He also has twin kids, married, loves to go to church and help people in his community. Boom. When I read that, I was yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't shared that with people because it was so impressive. Tell the folks a little bit about your path to law and a little bit about your business and what you're trying to achieve.
1: Sure, absolutely. So, um, you know, I come from, you know, a small city uh, in Agen, South Carolina and uh, just right next door to Augusta. So I, I tell people I was a South Carolina kid with Georgia on my mind. Uh, we got all the masters traffic. And so uh, it was just great growing up. And so I had this one particular uncle who was a Vietnam veteran, and he always had this notion of the law, like he knew enough about it just from experience um, interactions, but it was never quite pinpoint accurate. It was always close enough. And that would always spark my interest. Uh, and so we would sit down over a game of chess and kind of chop it up and um, you know, basically, he would always give me enough just to keep me going, and so eventually, I got to a point where I said, "You know what? I, I got to figure out the answers on my own." And uh, so, I shadowed some attorneys in high school. Um, I, I did any kind of going to city council meetings and engaging in any kind of activities that were law related, legally focused. Uh, and eventually, went to school, uh, College of Charleston, in, in 2010. Graduated in 14. Uh, and then eventually, uh, as you said, went to Wake Forest for the Master's of Studies in Law program. And then next thing you know, um, I actually cheating. went home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went I went to a lot of private schools. So we, we got to work hard to, uh, you know, make sure that that money gets to those yeah. payments. But uh, you know, eventually, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, got to Cumberland and, and got involved in the trial program. I initially kind of thought I would stay away from it and do solely business law, um, you know, not even thinking, you know, about the idea of business litigation. And then, you know, got involved, got a chance to to get hands on and work with some amazing people, some amazing judges and uh, trial advocates in themselves. And then next thing you know, um. You know, short couple of years later after graduating, I'm like, let's let's do this thing on your own. And uh, we can really get in and start working with people and and do the kinds of things that, you know, are important to me and, and, and able to, you know, give me the time to be a family person and active in the community and and those kinds of things.
0: Yeah, one of the things I think that people miss is that the earlier you can become your own boss, the better. And um, although sometimes it does take to happen later in life for people. But you know you're free to do a lot more things that you love to do if you can figure out how to do it. Go now ahead. that's a bold move. Like you know, did you work in a firm before that, and or did you just go right from school saying I'm going to do this on my own? Did you have some apprenticeship at all?
1: Yeah. So I did uh, internships, clerkships throughout law school. Um, so I, I really had a chance to work with some good ones. Um, probably one of my my favorites of all of them was working with Southern company. Um, and, and that kind of really kind of allowed me to tie in solidify that, that interest with business law. Uh, I loved contract law coming out of, uh, out of law school and so being able to kind of tie that in early on i was like oh man i love this and then i had a chance to work with some civil defense firms got that litigation experience you know the the grind the writing the memos the hearings that kind of thing but we also work with a lot of business clients uh small business clients so again it, it kind of all started tying together uh, and then later and that was my first year and then later in the second and third years had a chance to work with some personal injury so then that's where the personal injury uh, design came in. And then along the way, I actually got in a car accident in my first year of law school <laughs> while I was clerking for a defense firm. So it kind of all really just came, you know, full circle. And, and so, um, you know, three years pass uh, and next thing you know, it's like, OK, well, it's time to go to work. Uh, and so actually I was first employed by some of my trial team coaches. Uh, they actually got me my first, uh, first shot there. So I had a chance to work with a, a large law firm, um, that was, you know, servicing, you know, three and 400 clients, uh, at a time where we were just bringing in that many cases. And then on the flip side, I eventually left there and then went to a smaller, more boutique firm where it was kind of a bit more individualized. So I had a chance to see, you know, both sides of the spectrum as it, as it pertained to, uh, you know, business law and, and or personal injury law. I should say. And then eventually I said, you know what? I've got enough skills, like I've seen this, I've, I've touched enough cases, um, I've helped enough people uh, doing it with someone else, to now where I said, you know what, let's, let's let's try our hand at it on our own. And like you said, give give that shot at being your own boss. I say because hey, uh, it, it just I might be crazy. Enough. So
0: I absolutely, I love the stories of people that have vision and they have belief, number one, and then that matches with vision. I talked about that in the last two weeks. Of course, you didn't know that because they're not out yet. But my last two episodes, when people are watching this, was about belief, meeting, vision. Yeah. And then the acorn of your life, getting out there and doing it. Denzel, this is so much fun. We're going to take a break from our corporate sponsor, Automate My Social. But when we come back, we're going to talk about what an ambulance chaser really is. No, I'm just kidding. I know people don't talk a little bit about personal injury. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you own a business?
2: Do you have or need a social media presence? If you are like most businesses, you spend either no time or too much time and money on your social media strategy, spending thousands of dollars per month only to get mediocre and inconsistent results. This leads to frustration and, in some cases, sleepless nights. Introducing AutomateMySocial.com. Automate 90% of your social media and never have to think about it again. That's right. Automate your business's social media posting and strategy like forever. Automate the essentials and customize only what's needed. Save time, save money, and get better results with AutomateMySocial.com. Our patent-pending technology gives you the ability to automatically create your social post and distribute them immediately like in seconds across all your social media platforms stop the madness of paying someone to create post and manage your strategy and let our software do the work so you don't have to oh and if you're an agency or social media manager you too can let our software do all the work and you can get all the credit it will be our little secret With AutomateMySocial.com, you can have it all. It's easy to use, never complains, and never ask for time off or more benefits. See this amazing new software application at AutomateMySocial.com. If you own a business or manage client social media and want to save time, energy, money, all while increasing your return on investment, then let's get this party started at AutomateMySocial.com.
0: The David vs. Goliath podcast with your host Adam DeGrade and Denzel from Moton Legal uh, Law Group. And I mentioned in jest The Ambulance Chaser. One of my favorite movies of all time is a comedy called Brain Donors. And there's a guy, I forget the name of his actor. He is an ambulance chaser. And you know, so you see the scene of this accident. His family's in a like fender bender and the, and the lawyer comes running up. And, yeah. he, and he says, lady, you should not be in, in your condition getting in an accident, lifts up her sweater, throws in a thing, blows it up. She looks like she's pregnant. <laughs> he starts corroborating his whole story with everyone around him. That is yeah. not what you do as a personal injury attorney.
1: That, that is, that definitely not what you do. You're absolutely right.
0: That is a misconception people have. Tell the folks a little bit about what personal injury, how important it is, and then what they should think about people like yourself and what makes you a little bit different.
1: Yeah. So, you know, personal injury touches on a, a, a array of, of subjects. So, you know, you could the most common thing is you're thinking of uh, car accidents. But obviously, you also have premise liability injuries where someone gets hurt at a facility or at someone's home. You have dog bites. You have wrongful death. Um, Nursing home neglect cases. So you've got a little bit of everything trucking. Um, so personal injury is a, is a huge world. Um, but it's, you know, the farthest thing from, from being an ambulance chaser. So, uh, I would like to call myself a, a crusader for justice, uh, in the sense that, you know, the insurance companies, they are multi-million dollar companies, you know, they are, Plaguing the fortune 500 list. And it's not because they're out here giving just compensation to people who've been hurt by no fault of their own. Instead, their whole model, their whole uh, premise of staying in business is by, you know, putting as little money in your pocket as possible as a person who's been injured and keeping as much in their savings as possible so they can pay out dividends to their shareholders. So they're a business. Um, and so, you know, the government, you know, these various legislatures have made it a requirement that we be insured. And while, you know, hey, I'm all for staying safe and making sure people can't come after my assets, um, I still understand that at the end of the day, their focus and their um, attention is to keep money in their pockets. And so for us as personal injury attorneys, me specifically, um, I do a really good job and my team does a really good job of educating clients. Um, and when we say educate, we want them to understand not just terminology, but we want them to understand the processes as far as how it works, timelines, um, just things that are going to matter. Um, because the first thing that an insurance company wants to do as soon as they find out that you've been in an accident, they want to come to you and they want to offer you a quick, easy settlement and they want to make it appear as though they're your friend and that they're doing you some service or, or helping you, you know, in this tough time of your life. When in essence, they're just trying to get you out of the way quickly before you wise up and realize, hey, my claim is worth more than the two thousand bucks that you're trying to offer me. So for me, you know, and the folks here at the firm, it's really about, like I said, education. It's about empowering folks, uh, making sure that they understand their rights, what they're due. Um, something that they're entitled to and then helping them actually go out and get it. You know? And there's you know, tons of ethical rules that dictate that, but you know, that's how we do it.
0: And I, you know, you see all these commercials all the time, bigger's better, bigger's better, you know? And I wonder sometimes if that's true in some cases, yeah. I bet you it is, but uh, sure. maybe if you're dealing with a class action lawsuit or something like that, that's a little bit different, but sure. like to the individual person, that individual care boutique firm like yours, is a really good choice. Hopefully I never have to use you, but if I did, I'd be psyched! Um, business law you know,
1: side, there you go. <laughs> what'd you say? I said maybe for the business law side, we not, maybe not the personal injury part.
0: Oh man, I you know, I tell people at any given time, I've got 20 lawyers working with me. There you <laughs> go, there you go. I've got trademark lawyers, I've got patent lawyers, I've got, I mean, got me. business lawyers, everything yeah. you could possibly imagine. Um,
1: right.
0: You know. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of changes going on in copyrights now with AI and all that stuff. It's going to be fascinating. Um, What, what was it specifically about law that was appealing to you? You mentioned that you had a family member or someone that was involved in your life that thought they knew. Was that really the beginning of it? The Genesis of it?
1: absolutely i think without a doubt my my family tells me all the time you know the only thing i've ever said i wanted to be was a lawyer i at least thought i wanted to be an astronaut at one point in time in my life they apparently they disagree um but yeah it it was you know the law governs every part of our life i mean every single thing and while sometimes we don't you know recognize it there's always some kind of rule or regulation ordinance, whether it's, you know, locally by some federal agency that's dictating how we move and operate and, 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 you know, have, have our being, um, in society. So, you know, it's just so interesting and in seeing, you know, sometimes in some regards, how it's created, sometimes how it's implemented, um, sometimes how it's enforced. And so it's just kind of one of those subjects that, like I said, just covers everything. It's, it's involved in everything. Um, like that. and that, it's, it's it's exciting, you know. It's it's ever changing, you know. Fun and yeah. to work
0: with somebody and help them get paid what they deserve versus what mm-hmm. they were offered, and yeah. and win right. So That's right. the insurance companies are not necessarily winning, but in some sense they are because they're learning a lesson. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the person's getting what they deserve, and you're feeling victorious in that way well we're going to take another break from our second sponsor and when we come back we're going to shift gears a little bit denzel and talk about some of the things you do for fun and okay. some of the things that you do in your community which i love i think these Let's are important it. you're with denzel your handsome host adam degrade who's struggling with his back again today i don't know what the heck's going on i gotta get that figured out but anyway stay tuned we'll be right back at isu
3: armac agency we want to be your one responsible source for all of your insurance needs. From a rocket engineer in California to several hospitals in Illinois, our personal lines team specializes in hard to place risks and high net worth clientele. With two locations and 20 plus agents, we can write in all 50 states to better serve our clients with needs in multiple states. Family owned and operated since 1962 and four generations carrying on the tradition of insurance. Celebrating our 60th year in the industry, we are truly proud of where we have come from and where we are going. With over 300 carriers nationwide, our agency can offer individuals and businesses more choices and better prices. ISU-RMAC brings a wide variety of solutions to the table. For more information, visit us online at www.isu-rmac.com.
0: Final segment with Denzel and Adam. A um, couple of things that I loved here and looking on this was you basically have involvement in church, big, big part of your life. It looked look like to yeah. me, big part of my life as well, too, and that you go, you give back. You're always trying to help people learn. Tell the folks right. a little bit about your personal life and some of the things you do to give back in the community.
1: Sure thing. So um, you know, community has always been a big part of, of me. Um, my parents have still that in an early age, they were always active in some kind of giving initiative, whether it was through church, whether it was through um, fraternity and sorority engagement, whether it was through some auxiliary club, whatever it was, but they've always been super active, still are, um, even though they're quote unquote, retired. And so that was just something that they automatically instilled in me. So all throughout, whether it'd been um, high school, uh college, law school, and to this day obviously, still wanna be involved, still wanna be engaged, still wanna give back. Um and so you know, first kinda you gotta get, you know, before you can pour into anybody else, you have to be full yourself. I always tell people the the picture analogy, you know, you can't serve someone if you don't have anything to serve them with. So um That's for true. me, you know, being, being involved in church is, is, is a huge part. So, um, regular attendee at, uh, it's called House of Hope here in Atlanta. It's, uh, Greater Travelers Rest in, in DeKalb County. Um, so I love it. Uh, pastor, uh, Reverend Dr. Edu Smith is, is the, uh, pastor there. Does a great job of just pouring into, um, his flock and, 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 ensuring that we're empowered. And they have a lot of programs that are geared towards not only teaching and educating us as, as believers, but also in, uh, helping the community. Community at large, so all kinds of uh, initiatives as far as um, Tabitha's House, which deals with uh, human trafficking, um, also things such as you know the kind of typical food drives, coat drives, uh, economic empowerment. So they do a, a host of things there, which I've had a chance to to get involved with. Um, but then, kind of one of the things that's even uh, I guess, closer, more and dear to me is working with the students at Booker T. Washington High School over here in West End of Atlanta, um, where we have a group of, of young people, young men, um, grades nine through 12. Uh, and they are, you know, really just kind of coming in to look to be poured into. Because um, obviously someone did that for me at one point in time. And so what we do is we meet with them every Wednesday uh, during the school year. And we have about an hour with them where we get a chance just to talk about, you know, life skills, uh, about planning, goal setting, um, you know, smart goals. You know what that really looks like. What does that mean? Um, just a little bit of everything just so that they're prepared for um, the next step after high school. You know, whether that's trying to get them to schools, graduation, you know, the whole nine yards. And so they graduate today. I, so, yeah. I love that, by
0: the way, because you said something. You have to have something in you to give. Yeah. And you can breathe in, breathe yeah. out. And I that's love right. that. Now, what, right. gave you, what gave you the courage to not join for a big paycheck at a big firm and start your own business?
1: I think at a young age, uh, again, I just knew that I was going to have to Doing my, my own way, um, I, I love learning. And so I love the opportunity to be under other folks, um, because I think the first person that thinks they knows it all, admits they know nothing. So uh, having that opportunity to learn under folks who have built large law firms, who have built their own firm, established a brand and a name was huge. And it was something that I wanted to experience off the rip. But I knew at the end of the day, um, my path wasn't designed to stay working under someone else. Um, and so for me my parents again um, one of my my greatest examples um, my dad's a small business owner um, and so he laid that framework to say, hey look you want to be you know your own boss you want to set your own terms uh, and especially now uh, with being a father of, of, of twin boys who are now two year olds and get involved in everything uh, and and knock over everything, having that time to be, uh, the husband and the father that I want to be, uh, to my wife and my children was a huge driving force as well. So, you know, making sure I'm able to, you know, be at sports events and be at graduations and be at, uh, the various activities, you know, or just the fact to be present just to enjoy that time with them and not be tired, you know, at the end of the day. So, uh, family and then just like I said, that drive to, to, to do it my way and, and, uh, work with the folks that I think I want to work with.
0: Folks, I've been I've been doing this interview and what you don't realize is that I'm getting up, stretching my back out while Denzel is answering <laughs> the question. And his focus, you definitely want this guy as your attorney. <laughs> you absolutely want this guy as your attorney. It's amazing. There
1: and uh, Denzel, how can people find you? Yes. So we are on all the social sites, so if you are on Facebook, you can look up Moten Legal Group Atlanta. Uh, if you are on LinkedIn, same, Moten Legal Group, and then Instagram, big surprise, it's Moten Legal Group. Uh, we try to keep it simple, uh, but obviously you can also search any hashtags, MLG. Uh, you can also search a hashtag called FWF, and that's for Footwear Fridays, which is one of the uh, uh, kind of initiatives that I do that blends law and sneakers. So you'll be Crazy to find out the comparisons those two worlds have. So that's the biggest. I love it, Denzel. This has been so much fun, guys.
0: Another amazing episode of the David versus Goliath podcast is in the can. Make sure you check him out. Denzel is definitely somebody that if you're having a challenge or if you like sneakers, apparently you want sneakers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have 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 you had a good time being here? Oh, man, I loved it. Thank you so much, Adam. You are the the bomb, man, and and hopefully you get that back straightened out and you're good to go.
0: It's just every once in a while, this sciatic just drives me crazy. But anyway, I got to get up and move around. This has been another episode of David versus Goliath. Denzel, thank you so much for your time. Watchers and listeners. we appreciate it. Subscribe it, like it, tweet it, share it, whatever you could do. Get the word out. We appreciate it. Everyone have an awesome day. We'll see you next week.